Welcome to Watchmen Minute, where we're discussing the 2009 film by Zack Snyder, Watchmen, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from the upcoming in 2019 Almost Famous Minute. And I'm Travis Bowe from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. And I'm Mike Norton from comic books. <laughs> Just all comic books? Yeah. Sure. I've done one or two you've read, probably. Nice. I'm glad to have you back, Mike, for another Blue Beetle-inspired-ish minute. Yeah, I'm glad to be on Blue Beetle Minute. <laughs> and so this is uh, Friday here, Minute 120, and it starts with Dan opening fire on the water tower supports and ends with Lori leading people to safety. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just... That's the most Zack Snyder thing is to use machine guns to save a burning building. <laughs> it's just like, I know what I'll do. Get the machine guns. I'm honestly surprised that he has machine guns on that ship. So, so on the bug, there's no machine guns? I uh, Ted Cord Blue Beetle was famous for using. He created non-lethal mm-hmm. uh, weaponry, so he had a he had a a, a, a strobe gun that also shot a, a a concentrated blast of air. Mm. So he was uh, he was big into non-lethal. <laughs> but I do think it's cool that he actually has like a a deposit thing in his ship for the, all the shell cases. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he, he he's recycling them or something at least. Well, yeah. or... <laughs> Nothing to waste. Yeah. The only way to fight a fire is with bullets. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I I remember watching this going, he's not gonna shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late for them. Might as well put them all <laughs> out of their misery. But but Dan, uh, we can we can save them. No, nope, no, nope, it's too nope. late. This is this is what's become of me. Yeah. This is this is, this means something. <laughs> you wanted me back in this costume. <laughs> yeah, this is what you get. Yeah. Um, I I mean, it is funny, but I'm really glad they increased the action here for the uh, the tenement oh, fire sure. rescue I mean, because. Yeah. I mean, the book is so matter of fact in this little bit here, like. Yeah, I mean, for a reason. Yeah. But, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely his style, and I I, I think it's entertaining watching the movie. Yeah. Was fun. I mean, it, I, I can make fun of, of this, but it's still, I mean, I it didn't, didn't uh, make me stand up and throw my hat and just leave the theater or anything. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's funny. Um that, must be uh, loud as hell inside the inside Archie when he opens fire because, you know, that part yeah. of that gun is inside the ship. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's well, I mean, the, the the casings are coming out yeah. inside the ship. So, yeah, I just I, can't imagine. Has, he's got to have some kind of like uh, oral kind of like protection in that suit anyway. So, yeah, but Lori doesn't. It, no, she <laughs> 
But she, we also find out in this minute that she's impervious to all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, she might be bulletproof. <laughs> uh, she, I remember... I remember when the trailer came out or something, mm-hmm. we would fast forward or, or slow down and go through that. It's like, did did she get hit in the head with a plank? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't seem safe. Yeah. And she just looks up like nothing happened. That's one of those moments that I always remember, especially from the trailer, is seeing... Hard like, to look cool when the, when the roof's falling on you. Yeah, it... it it's also because like you can tell that it's a piece of foam because wood yeah. doesn't really bounce like that when it hits yeah. your head. Well, I bet it could. I mean, you it maybe, but you wouldn't be standing there like that. Yeah. So yeah, that <laughs> one maybe could have could have used a second uh, second take maybe to make sure that the, the foam doesn't uh, like bounce well, off your head. Or... There's no way to do it without it happening like that. Yeah. No, that's so funny. But but then today, what would happen is it would just be digitally erased. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Well, you know that's... they had that capability then. Mm, I think they had, but I don't know that they felt they needed to spend the money on it. Yeah. <laughs> but today it would be spent. <laughs> yeah. If they're going to take the time for <laughs> Cavill's mustache, the CGI blue <laughs> penis, was... CGI blue penis budget was taking up all the. There's... You know, they've spent more money than we're ever going to make erasing that dude's mustache. <laughs> than they, and that makes me crazy. Uh. Yeah. Um, back to the water towers, though. It's 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 too bad there weren't a couple more up on the roofs. Oh, you could just put the whole... Yeah, put the whole fire out, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't think I ever noticed until this watching that he doesn't... I mean there is still some fire on like the other like yeah. side of the building. Mm-hmm. I never really re- realized that, that it's, it only does kind of what area he needs to. Well, it's a burner, man. Yeah. It's a rapid burner. Mm. Is it the plan to go through the roof? Hmm. Uh, well, they're obviously making it up as they go along. Right. Sure. I mean, I don't know. That's quick thinking. I don't know. Yeah. She does say earlier that the roof is starting to cave in or something. So they're obviously, I guess, aware that the structural integrity is, is compromised. So, And it seems like they find a spot that is weak, like is already kind of damaged. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, yeah. so I guess maybe that is the plan. intention is to end up on the, this floor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I'm looking at the, uh, once you're inside the hallway and the roof caves in and she drops into the hallway, a big portion of what comes down is like mm-hmm. a big vent. Oh, so yeah. it's very, int- and that would make sense. That's how the water gets in mm-hmm. and kind of douses the hallway. Yeah. They, clears. They, they, that way they can be more assured that it's mm-hmm. the fires out in that area at least. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and you know, you'd think that they were consulting some blueprints too, <laughs> a little bit. Now that maybe they, they don't have the tech that uh, Batman and Alfred do in the newer movies, standing, especially standing yeah. the building and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely like part of the. You know, we get this awesome heroic cinematic 
drop, you know, descent into the flames with Lori. And then they, they like follow that up with the most dramatic grabbing of a doorknob ever. <laughs> yeah. It's just, well, it, <laughs> you, gotta do, you gotta make it exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a fire, grabbing a doorknob should be pretty dramatic, though, because that could be the burning. Yeah. She doesn't even <laughs> test it for heat. It. Yeah. She's a woman of action. That's true. Um, the other thing I was going to say, though, with the with with that vent fan type thing there that she drops, that is where she drops through, that it does make sense, though, that that would be above a hall- hallway corridor. Okay. Because you wouldn't put it over, over the... Uh, Residential units because they're the noise. Mm. Oh. Good to know. So, we want to talk about the kids? Cool. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to see if there was anything else before that to really go over, but yeah, I'm. We talk about the people and the kids and the people. Yeah, there certainly are some parents here, too. They're all in one room, right? So, I'm yeah. assuming that that was the only place that wasn't burning, I guess, right? So they all like got together, mm-hmm. or they all live in one room in, a, in this apartment. Eh, I'm thinking it's a, it's more of the uh, everyone kind of working together to to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I assume. Yeah, it would be cool if they were all living in the same apartment. It's <laughs> all just one family yeah. she saved. <laughs> that's that's an old Monty Python skit. You know, we all huddled together in the middle of the room. <laughs> in the single room. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, so the the little girl is the actress of her that says, uh, "Well, let's see." She says, um, "Mom is that guy in the space rocket." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dot dot dot. I say, yeah. Not not the question mark we kind of had in our script we found, but um, uh, Sahara Davis is the is the actress. Is she and... somebody that's been in other things? Only one other thing, essentially. Like, well, there, there, I think there are like two TV shows. Yeah, mm. I found three credits yeah, to her. Two name. other, two other, t- and 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 nothing since. It was just one. Like the the other TV show was the same year as this came out, and the other one was before. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So nothing since. Probably got like a real job or something. Yeah. Well, I looked her up too. I mean, just to see, you know, is she doing anything now? Um and it's weird because she has in the credits for the movie she has a kind of a strange credit to her to her name it's actually Sahara X Oasis Ashanti Davis that's a one name well it's like two middle names i guess but um oh. but the the oasis part of her middle name actually has a lowercase x in front of it so it's Sahara X Oasis, and I have no idea what the story is there, but that's how she's credited in the credits for the movie. That's how IMDb kind of shows it listed there, and then um, so I don't know what what that's all about, but uh, but yeah, I I also just looked up Sahara Davis, and seems like she's I I found like one YouTube video that she put out um, talking about like advocating or um, being like a champion for like young women, young girls and avoiding like, um, what's the, 
like how to avoid sexual harassment and um, stuff like that. Uh, so, oh, that's like okay. So that's serious stuff. I, yeah, I was, yeah. I was gonna make a joke. Is like, what if it was fire safety or something? <laughs> <laughs> he just became a big proponent of fire safety. <laughs> oh, but yes. Mm. She's better than all of us. Right. Um, And you can't really see it in the minute, but in this one, or I think in the next minute, because there's a little bit of with her in in the next one. But um, when I looked her up, there's some of the still photography for the movie shows up and all the uh, still photography for the movie was done by Clay Enos, who was like a big Zack Snyder guy. Like he does all the, Still photography for, um, I think, most of Snyder's movies um, from definitely from here on uh, through all the cinematic universe stuff. Mm. But there's a photo of her that was used in like the Watchmen. It's like a coffee table book almost like the portraits of Watchmen or something like that. Mm. And it shows her with uh, a Vite uh, T-shirt, like you know, just a no. Just a T-shirt with like a the Vite you know corporate logo on it. So interesting. Yeah, but I, I mean it doesn't really appear here. But I imagine that's part of what the what she's wearing here. But mm. you can't really see it. So. Um, and there there certainly are other people that are credited, and maybe we, you know, it's possible next minute we'll see more of them. Or certainly not hear any more of them other than her mother, who I can't find credited. But that'll be next okay. minute anyway. Yeah, but um, but there's like you know another tenement fire child, played mm. by Greg Hospice, and actually uh, there must there must be brothers. A Dave Hospice, mm. Dave or Dave or Danny. Those were somebody's yeah. nephews that got and yeah. on the set that day. Uh, yeah, and an, and an alley done. Mm-hmm. I think I see. Around second forty six, there's like three kids. There's two boys, which is probably those brothers, and then yeah, probably the the girl. So, so they make it out, is what you're saying? We'll have to because I I only I only watched up until this point. <laughs> I at the midnight viewing when I went to see it years ago. Ah. I, I walked out right as they were leaving. <laughs> Well, I guess my last little bit here is the uh, uh, seeing Dan position Archie like alongside the apartment there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's pretty noticeable that this is just the ship on a like either on a crane or on a gimbal, um, something that keeps the because you know, you know, obviously they they built the ship full size, full scale. They were able to put it on a gimbal and move it around and. You know, mm-hmm. make it look like it's got flying and everything but um but up until now i think a lot of the scenes have been either like a 3d model that, that's been zooming around especially on the sure you know shots moving around the fire and all that stuff but uh but here it's a little it's a little obvious that it's just swiveling on a on this crane or on this dolly um mm-hmm. and i do remember watching the the kind of the making of kind of featurette on 
how they built Archie and everything. And I remember they say something about this like swivel that it does next to the apartment. They had like six inches of clearance or something just to like, it was like pretty, a pretty tight rotation that they were trying to maneuver. So I don't know if that's including the, uh, the ramp or if it, I think, it, I think it's actually like the front kind of end where the, with the, uh, the big window, I think is probably what was so close. Cause it, you know, obviously that part swivels closer to the building than the rest of it. So now, as far as the ramp goes, it sure looks like it's meant to be able to be, you know, curved and in, into the same shape as the outer part of the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we never, we never see it in any of that. You know, it's always straight from the very first moment. You can see it at second 51. Oh yeah. It's, it's just, it's mm. just a straight ramp. So it's, it's made to look I wonder, like it's supposed to be able to do that, I think. Yeah. I w- it's kind of like uh, links on certain wristwatches. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. So it, they're kind of independent little sections, and they can move, you know, independently or whatever. But, yeah, they must he, he must have a way to make it rigid, I guess. Oh, yeah. so. Obviously, so. Yeah, and really, like, going back to the book, I mean, this – whole section is really just they approach the building they you know he climbs out on the roof to make more room inside she walks across into the building from this ramp and starts to like escort people across and that's basically it i mean they also do the dousing the fire with you know the ship's water cannons Mm -hmm. i don't know why he didn't just you know unload his his you know minigun but (laughs) <laughs> but, but yeah that's um i don't know about you guys but that's about all i've got i'm yep excited to find out uh who the guy in the space rocket is but sadly <laughs> we're gonna have to wait for a w- little while and if you think that's a weird thing for that girl to say then <laughs> just wait till next minute <laughs> 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 the question becomes even stranger yeah anything else for this one not for me i'm good all right so yeah mike tell us about your history with uh with watchmen the the book and the movie and well i i bought i bought watchmen as it came out in in the late 80s uh not late 80s. That would have been... When did it come out? That was 86, mid-80s. 87. Yeah, yeah, mid-80s. 86. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I bought it on the south side of Jackson, Tennessee at a place called Book Nook. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I bought it and then looked through it and did not read it because yeah. I was just buying... I was uh, had a crazy comic collecting like addiction when I was a little kid, and I would just buy any comic. And I didn't read them until much later. Um, and by that, I mean that year. I just didn't read them when they came out. Yeah. Because uh, I was more interested in, I mean, I think Dark Knight Returns came out at the same time as this, didn't it? Um, I feel like it. Was that 85? They, was it? Or no, that was 86. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was, I was, uh, it, it's weird because they are, they have kind of a kinship 
um, sure. I feel like. And uh, I was reading that and other other comics. And and honestly, when you're a little kid and you and you see big swaths of prose in your comic book, it's not the first thing that's on your stack. Mm-hmm. And um, so I didn't really ingest it as like. As, as it was meant to be until much later and that was as you know as the collected trade and that was probably in my 20s mm. um i mean i did read it as a kid but a lot of that stuff went over my head i did realize that i was like oh this this means something when i was <laughs> a kid but i didn't know what it meant and i and as it, as it got older and i read it uh I was like, I did sort of a variation on that. And I think when I was in my 30s, I was like, this is probably the best comic book I've ever read. And it didn't real, I didn't realize why I was saying that. I was just like, this means a lot to me. And, and it wasn't until I analyzed it and I was like, oh, I know why this is the best comic book. Because it's, it's sort of teaching you about comics when you read it, you know, cause it's like I was saying before, it's not really the story that's so interesting. Even it, it is in a way because it's one of the first where they, the, the, the superheroes are not the heroes. Right. In fact, they are the enemy actually in a lot of ways. And, uh, uh, but it's more about taking comic book prototypes, you know, that, you know, that have been around for years and upending them. And that became a template for, you know, comics as we know them now, honestly. Um, I've, I've since read other comics that I think are the greatest comics ever, but uh, <laughs> Watchmen was probably the first one where I was like, this is the best comic book I've ever read. And the movie I was there on opening night and I saw a midnight movie and I'll never see a midnight movie again. Uh, <laughs> Burned you. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, holy crap, it's two in the morning. <laughs> um, uh, but I I enjoyed the whole thing. When I came out of the theater, I was like, I think they did it. And then after a couple of more viewings and analysis, I noticed the stuff I didn't like and, and, and things that uh, uh, I, I wish they had pushed more as like for from i mean it's one of those things where i watched it and i was like why do i not like this as much as i like the comic mm-hmm. and when you pull on that string you start to realize the things that make it different and how it could have been better and and you you understand because because film isn't my thing comics is my thing right and you, you start to notice like what is zach snyder his style and you look at him as a filmmaker and you realize that he's much more of a technician than a, than a, a storyteller in a lot of ways. And, and you realize like things are going to look really good, but I don't know if it's necessarily going to be uh, uh, the most creative thing, mm. I guess. Um, and, uh, I think it's still a great movie. Uh, it's definitely worth, I, I own it. Um, it's, uh, but yeah, I, I, I love the comic. I like the movie. Um, the movie gets 
a lot of uh, unnecessary bashing, I think, at least by people that I know. I, I, I feel like it. I don't know if anybody's come on the show that they're like, oh, I can't believe you talked me into this. <laughs> I mean, you guys obviously like it, yeah. or you wouldn't be spending so much time with it, right? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I think a lot of that is like Snyder connected. I think he gets a big, yeah. You no, know, but, uh, it's, he, I, I think this is one of his better movies. I sure. think, uh, his Dawn of the Dead remake is probably his best. And then this is maybe his second. I don't know. Right on. Um, Sorry, I was trying to think of something to follow that up with, but I <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I said everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, let me jump into our script differences. Um, so going back to, you know, minute 116 that started the week, we started with uh Dan in his like dream sequence, and all of that is actually very uh, true to this script. Um, I was surprised uh, that it all plays out pretty much as we see on screen. Lori, just like in the movie, Lori comes downstairs to find Dan uh, naked in front of the uh, the owl. It says the owl chamber, which I kind of like. Hmm. Um, he's fiddling with an owl wing throwing weapon. So I, before I, I was struggling with what to call it, like a, a, you know, not a batarang, but I guess it's an owl boomerang, but they just call it a an owl wing. Hmm. Um, so I guess he's playing with one of those, and he says, you know, mask killers, war, nuclear annihilation. And that's when he talks about feeling powerless and being afraid of the suit and how much he needs it. Then he throws the the owl wing crescent into the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when she says, you know, let's take the ship out. Um, and then something interesting that Lori says is that, uh, you know, cause he's kind of like in shock or not in shock, but questioning if they should. And she says, besides I'm already a wanted lady. You're already in trouble for hiding me. How much more trouble can we be in? Uh, just give me a second. Can't go out like this. Um, so that's kind of an interesting, you know, supporting the fact that she escaped from the Rockefeller Center. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes upstairs to change. Um, We've got Dan, you know, kind of a similar scene where, you know, the the camera heroically, you know, we get a look at at Dan in the Night Owl costume, but then that uh, it says the Night Owl suit is fantastic, intricate, but above the belly, dot, 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 it just mm. barely fits. Dan managing to click it closed. And he mm-hmm. says, I can't believe it still fits. Luckily, I constructed it with material that was elastic. And um, and as he says, and that's when he turns to see her, you know, in uh, says decked in her black spandex. Silk Spectre looking every bit as good as 17. Which, uh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's where he continues um, elastic and form-fitting, as as I guess 
he would be saying that as we get an eyeful of her. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, I'm ready. He says, uh, he turns to see his reflection in the owl ship window and says, me too. Um, they do the, the bit similar to the book where they go down the tunnel, which takes them into, um, a warehouse instead of going like, mm-hmm. you know, underwater and, um, out into the, I'm not sure, East River maybe. I'm not sure which river it takes them out in in the movie here. But uh, yeah, just like in the book, they they go to a abandoned warehouse which you know he owns, um, and it's decked out with a retractable roof so they can you know kick on the uh, the fog machine and and you know appear into the night with a you know cloud of fog and all that. So they do that. Um, he says, we got to clean her up a bit. I'm sure Adrian wouldn't want to impede the course of justice. And so they head straight to uh, Adrian's building, which has a V-shaped waterfall, kind of at some kind of um, at the center of the skyscraper, has this big waterfall. So they fly mm-hmm. Archie through it just to clean all the dust off. So it becomes a bug, or not a bug, <laughs> uh, 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 an owl ship wash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Adrian won't mind. At the owl ship wash. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's when they find out about the tenement fire. Um, he does say, I'm putting the water cannons um, on the lower stories. So obviously he doesn't have to fire upon the, uh, the water tower. Um, it says that she watches him move. Quick, confident, she smiles. Um, she says, I'm on it, Night Owl, as he asks about the escorting the people over. So this really just follows the book where uh, they just hit the building with some water, you know, pull up next to it, lower the ramp. Um, it says, uh, yeah, the, the ship extends an escape ramp, uh, Lori on board. The residents forget their fear of fire for a moment as they soak in the spectacle of this sexy lady on this owl ship. And she mm-hmm. says, hi, if you could all form a line, we'll have you out of here in just a moment. So that'll probably match up with where we end, you know, with uh, with them getting people um, onto the ship. So we end the minute here with, uh, like we've talked about, the little girl asking um who the guy in the space rocket is and uh, unfortunately it's uh, it's not going to be on monday when we find out uh, the answer because um we need to take a little hiatus and that way i can uh, me and my wife can buy our new house and get our current house ready to sell so um life kind of gets in the way with of doing you know these podcasts and um that's that's the situation we're in right now. So, yeah. So it might be um, definitely the month of August is pretty much going to be podcast free for me, um, just so we can get the, the current house ready to sell. The new house once we're in it, you know, we got to do some remodeling. House was built in 1929, so it's got some mm. got some age to it. But uh, but I'm looking forward to setting up in a new little new, you know, new office for myself, new recording space. So when we do yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, you posted a picture online. Yeah, yeah. Or on, on Facebook. That's yeah. pretty cool. 
comes with its own challenges because it's all that old hardwood and uh, on the floors and everything. So hopefully I can do some stuff to minimize some of the echoing and or whatever. So, right. But yeah. Um, so yeah, um, hopefully we can, you know, be back around, I'd like to be back around September, but that would mean, you know, getting stuff ready by the end of August. So I'm not really sure when we'll return. Hopefully it won't be, too long but uh just gonna have to see how things go and uh we'll keep everybody you know as updated as we can on uh probably on the facebook group that'll be the best place to talk to people during the hiatus and yeah it's definitely where we're we're getting the most interaction i think yeah yeah is in that group and and so that is the crime busters listener society yeah (laughs) how you can find it if you do that search in facebook and yeah, yeah, again, good luck on all that, uh, Travis. And, and in the middle of that, in mm-hmm. the middle of August, you will still be coming to the uh, Movies by Minutes in Denver meetup. Absolutely. Oh, I kind of wanted to do that. And yeah, and yeah, and I'd, I'd, I'd let you know about that, Mike. Yeah, I wanted to. I, I really like them, but I just. And, and actually, you missed it. You missed out on it last year. Yeah. In Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I that that was the, definitely the more opportune time. <laughs> yeah, I got way too much stuff to do. Ugh. Yeah, and you were just at San Diego, San Diego Comic Con. Yep, a couple weeks ago, as of <laughs> it was last week. Well, as of this releasing. No, yeah. oh, sorry. No, 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 that's fine. I gave away the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> I have to maintain the illusion. The show business. Well, we really appreciated having you on, Mike. Yeah. And, well, no, uh, thanks. I'm glad I could finally make it work. I know you guys have been real patient with me. Yeah, no problem. Um, where can people find your stuff? Uh, everywhere. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I hate com is uh, my home base. Um, I don't always keep it updated, so I tell everybody to just follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Facebook, just look up Mike Norton. Uh, the Mike Norton on Twitter, and uh, yeah, I have comics from Comicsology and um, DC and Marvel, and uh, working on Hellboy as I talk to you right now. Nice. So, lots of stuff coming up here in the future. So, um, yeah, just keep up with me, and I'll tell you, and you can buy it, and then tell me if you like it or not. Awesome. We'll definitely include you know some of your links and stuff with. Uh... When we put out this uh, these episodes, so thank you. Yeah, um, we also want to say thanks to Ian. He uh, joined us for uh, Monday through Wednesday, so thanks to Ian as well. That Ian's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, one one other little thing I'd like to put out there for you, Mike, is uh, Crankcast uh, that podcast that you do with uh, Chris Crank. I mean, that's that's where I get my most interaction with with you, and uh, we've met once or twice at a couple comic cons, I think. I, I he hates that I never promote it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I do that every week, uh crankcast.com. That's really I mean, unless you just are into phone tapping people, I don't see how it can be very interesting <laughs> to you. But uh yeah, that's what we do every week. I mean it it it's considered by some to be a comic book podcast, but I think it pissed off a lot of people that it was. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Uh, for me, it's just, I mean, it's, it's one of the funniest podcasts to listen to. That's for sure. Oh, thank you. I don't, uh. <laughs> and we should also give a shout out. Uh, we already mentioned the Movies by Minutes and MoviesByMinutes.com is where you can go for that. And Pete and Alex that started this whole crazy thing at Star Wars Minute. Yeah. So good. So good. That, yeah. That, that's, your, that's your other biggest podcasting thing I think you've done besides. It's the one I've been on the most. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Crankcast and Star Wars Minute. I'm a. I mean, Star Wars is one of the reasons I do what I do. So yeah, uh, yeah. I I'm honored that I got to be on it. But uh, they get actual famous people on there yeah. now. <laughs> okay, so this was a uh, minute one twenty, and we'll see you sometime in the future. <laughs> and definitely check us out uh, in the Facebook group if you need to know further further info as to what's happening yeah we'll be on there yeah a little sweet sometimes yeah here and there especially with the uh hbo stuff happening all right news we'll maybe tweet that out and different things too maybe take some photos at uh in denver when we that meet up or something who knows okay so until we see you sometime in the future who watches the watchmen we do. do. We do. I do. Not he does. Okay, I do. <laughs> we all do. We won't for a while. <laughs> Watchmen are over. I didn't want to-